Welcome to the Pastor's Cut. This week we're on with Joe Riccardi, pastor of our Lincoln Park Church, and talking about what got cut from his sermon on Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. And we get to discuss a listener question as well. And so, uh, actually on that note, if you have any questions, feel free to go ahead and send those in to us at podcast at parkcommunitychurch.org. We'd love to see what you're wanting to hear more about, uh, what you'd like to hear us discuss. So go ahead and send those on in. All right, let's get started. I'm Trevor Lovell, and this is the Pastor's Cut with Joe Riccardi. All right, Joe, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you back. Great to have, uh, great to be with you. It's a joy. It's been a long time. Wow, long time. I know, I know. It's been too long, too long, but but good to be good to be here together. You got to catch up. Yep, yep. Um, so, Joe, you're you've been a long time in Chicago, and now you've been here in the city for for a good chunk of time. Uh, and Chicago is a wonderful and a magnificent place ma- majority of the year. But I got to ask, in, in the January, February season, you know, in, in the cold bouts of winter, what do you do to get through? You know, Trevor, I got to be uh, honest with you, which I hope I'm always honest with you. I hope I'm never dishonest with you. Um, so I have maintained this winter, except the last, I'm going to try for it today, but I have pretty, been, pretty much been very consistent with still getting outside and running and walking in this weather. I thought it was going to end come November, December, but I'm still usually on the lakefront four days a week. I bundle up and I go for a three, four mile run. And so that's been just so light. It's actually been energizing. It's kind of like, it's like a challenge now, Joe, don't be afraid. It's, it's 10 degrees out, get, you know, bundle up extra and go out there and hit the lakefront. So I've kind of stayed on track with, uh, getting after it, just getting outside. It's been really life-giving and uh, just a sense of an accomplishment if I could get out there and I could do it. So that's been good. And then uh, I I cook amazing food. I cook amazing (laughs) food. I eat well. My kitchen's a constant mess, which kills me. Uh, But I I cook, and I don't have a big kitchen. So it's just a constant mess. And I'm always cleaning dishes and they're always, you know, need to be put away. And then by the time I put them away, I got to start making my next meal and, so it's like, ah, and so, um, but that's been, I've enjoyed that a lot, but too, just really cooking a lot of good food at home. I, I eat fairly, I think pretty healthy. And so I mm-hmm. uh, just been enjoying that a lot. So it's already February. So we get through February. Then yeah. I feel like it's, a, I always say those are the two worst months. If you could survive January and February in Chicago, March starts to get better. You know, yeah. you get spring days that come up and Mm-hmm. clock turns so yeah I'm getting, through. I'm getting through a little by little man that's I mean, the, the lakefront too i mean you catch some you catch some good wind there oh my gosh this is some <laughs> challenging days but um i'm gonna persevere i'm gonna keep at it god willing so i haven't uh yeah can i tell you a quick, well it goes along with the sermon actually i don't know if this counts but a funny story can i just brag on someone real fast a family yeah yeah go for it i gave an illustration on my sunday sermon about um about being a witness and we'll get to that here in a second and then i said uh, you know we're all witnesses for someone or something and i said tomorrow morning you know you will see me on the lakefront and i put on my gator ball cap i said you actually won't see me with this cap on because i just lost the winter gator cap i had i lost it like i just lost in the last couple days i don't know what happened but i still want to use the illustration so you see this hat because i want you to see that i'm a part of gator nation I got to church yesterday and I got a package. Inside the package was a gator winter hat along with three masks. I'm like, 
This is bizarre. This is Monday at 11 o'clock. I'm like, and I, I get, how did I get there? I just, if I could get Danny and Christy Jensen, dear friends, I don't know if they're listeners. It said Jensen family. I sent him a photo last night. I'm like, are you this Jensen family? Anyway, just a fun story. I'm running. So I get to go back out the line with my skater. <laughs> That's the story. So tonight I am for sure, for sure going out with that gator hat on. I'm going to be wearing it proud. So anyway, I digress. sorry. That's good. Support the, support the gator nation. And I'm impressed you said that, Trevor. You said that well. Thank you. Well, gator Nation. I don't make you new Gator Nation, but I like now you know. See, I feel I feel like yeah. I've accomplished something today. Trevor Lovell. Yeah. You hear Gator Nation, you're gonna know. I know what Gator Nation the rest of your life you will know what Gator Nation is. I love it. Yeah, by by means of your witness. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. All right, let's go. This is yeah. Fun. Yeah. So, Joe, you preached um, Acts 1 through 11 at Lincoln Park, New North this weekend. Um, could you could you give us a quick recap of your sermon? You know, it's three points. Uh, the kickoff to this series, like you said, uh, we're starting this uh, 10 month series in the book of Acts. which I'm praying for my own life um, that God will really use to transform me in, in many ways. But so I kicked it off. First 11 verses, the plan, the power and the pursuit. So mm-hmm. I. Jesus is ascending to the Father. Uh, he's going back into glory where he was. And so he gives a plan for us. And the plan is, you will be my witnesses. That, that is the plan. Jesus says, as I'm ascending, you'll, you'll be my witnesses. And it's to the gospel message. And he talked about that. I think it's Luke 24, 45 through 47. Uh, when after he had resurrected, he told his disciples that there is repentance for the forgiveness of sins sins that will be proclaimed in his name to all nations. And, and so now we are witnesses to that. So that's the plan. God's got a plan for us. Know the plan. Well, okay. I know the plan now. Well, how do you do it? Well, you have to experience the power plan power. You need the, the Holy spirit power. Um, and then what does he say in acts one, eight, that's our memory verse, but you will receive power when the Holy spirit comes upon you. So, mm-hmm. You need to experience the Holy Spirit. You need to walk in him, uh, let him have his own way in your life. And, and then I kind of explain how we receive the Holy Spirit. And so, but you need to, this, this plan cannot be accomplished without the power. And then lastly, the pursuit. So now you know the plan, you have the power, you have the Holy Spirit, you have the, the ability to do the plan. And now it's get after it, pursue it. Don't be like those People initially that were just looking at the heaven and just stargazing. Get at, we have to be on mission, and that was gospel. The, our, our series in Acts is called gospel, the Gospel Movement, and so we have now this privilege to get on mission uh, to be about seeing others experience what we've come to know. So the plan, mm-hmm. the power, and then get after the pursuit. Get it? Like, I kind of use that illustration with Tom Brady at the end, and. You know, a, a team's in the huddle, and if they never break the huddle to call a, to do the play, you would be yeah. screaming at the TV saying, "Come on, guys, what are you doing? Get out of the, get out of your huddle." Now, I should have used this on Sunday. I should have said, "Some of us need to get out of our holy huddles. We're in our yeah. small groups, and we just kind of have our four friends, our eight friends, and 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 we need to get out of our holy huddles and get after the pursuit." So. The plan, the power, and the pursuit. So I, I enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, it was a good Sunday morning by God's grace. Just the whole church, the whole gathered church. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Man, I love the way that those connect together too. Like we've got the plane, you got the power, but then, and even the the Super Bowl illustration, you, you pulled on a John Stott quote too, that kind of oh. tied that in. And could you, could you share that? That was, that was, it was really good. good. How could you, I, I want to know how you could preach on acts without quoting John Stott. Is that even possible? I, I don't know. I mean, John Stott's the man. Okay. Hold on. Here it is. I got it right in front of me. It's just, just so good. Because they were, you remember, like I said, they were just looking up. They were looking up. And here's what John Stott says specifically on that. Their calling was to be witnesses, not stargazers. The vision they were to cultivate was not upwards and nostalgia to the heaven, which had received Jesus, but outwards and compassion to a lost world which needed him. It is the same for us. Curiosity about heaven and its occupants, speculation about prophecy and its fulfillment, an obsession with times and seasons. These are aberrations which distract us from our God-given mission. Christ will come personally, visibly, gloriously. Of that we have been assured. Other details can wait. Meanwhile, we have work to do in the power of the Spirit. How is that not just amazing? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that, that's it. I, I mean, if I could have said it better, I would have said it better, but I couldn't have said it better. So I just let John... Let John say it. So it was, it was, it's just, I mean, it's, it's conviction for me, Trevor, like get after it. I, I, I really pray for my own life um, for the rest of my life. But mm-hmm. as we start this series, am I mindful? Like even now, Lord, use me as a witness today. Help me to walk in the, the power of the Holy Spirit today, Father God. And then let me get after the mission today. In whatever ways I can, God, help me get after the mission. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, so, Joe, um, what got cut? Mm, what got cut? There is one section. I tried to see if I could uh, fill it in. It was actually a pretty, you know, I want to say big section, but, you know, it was a, if I could read it real fast in the book of mm-hmm. Acts, I'm actually going the wrong direction. You see, I, I forget sometimes in the mornings where the book of Acts is. Okay. After Jesus told them, prophesied about the Holy Spirit in verse six, when they had come together, it says they asked him. So they're they're with the disciples and the disciples say to him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons that the father has fixed by his own authority. So what you see there is that the disciples were thinking just ethnic Israel. Uh, they were thinking this place, this time, we want to know power is going to come to us. Israel is going to be exalted and had, had a very limited, very, very limited and self-focused view of what the Lord was doing by ascending and bringing the Holy Spirit and what his plan was for mission. Mm-hmm. They were thinking Israel were good. And so, and I, I, and so I had to cut that. And, and the way I obviously could have addressed that is that that speaks really clearly to us, Trevor, on do we find ourselves with this limited view of what Jesus is doing? Like, is it do we in this country, uh, since we live in here in America, are we so focused on what he's doing here in America, thinking he's going to bring power to us in this nation without realizing what God is doing, you know, all around us and in the world and. And so they needed to be, a friend of mine used the word, rehabituated to the kingdom of God. 
Um, and, 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 and they needed to realize it wasn't from their own kingdom, from their own kingdom. They needed to be rehabituated. So that's something I wish I would have talked a little bit more on. I did talk a little bit about, uh, you know, reorienting ourselves to his kingdom versus the kingdom of Chicago. But mm-hmm. it really came from there, seeing what, what was the disciples' initial focus? Israel, when are you going to come? As opposed to trusting him and seeing that God's plan is far more glorious than yeah. anything we could, could want. So, Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. This sort of like... Um... Yeah. Like, have we made our own plans for our lives and are asking God to bless that? Or are we, yeah, or are we aligning ourselves to, to the plan that he's revealed for us? Yeah. That, that's it. I could have said it better than that. And, and we, are we open to that? So yeah, that's yeah. it, Trevor. That's hundred percent it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. All right, Joe. So we've got our, uh, our closing segment here is our listener question. And uh, so what we've got for this week is, um, yeah, we got a good one. We got a good one. Okay, here it is. Um, for someone who wants to grow as a follower of Jesus, but doesn't know how, what would you tell them? Right? What What are the basics? I, you know, there's a there's actually a command. I appreciate that question because in, in Second Peter three, when Peter ends the second book, he does actually give us a command: but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, to the listener who wrote that question, good question. That is something by which we are commanded to do, to grow. So any of us on this call right now, Trevor, me and you, for starters, mm-hmm. uh, we have growing to do. And that's what keeps the uh, keeps us very humble in our faith. None of us have arrived. If you're following Jesus for 30 years or three days, we all have growing to do. So know that to the listener. Joe Riccardi, following Jesus right about now. I, I came to faith in 1997, was it? Um, so what is that? 24 years ago. And I still have tons of growing to do. You know, I'm not, I'm not at all impressed by where I'm at 24 years later, uh, as a follower of Jesus. So it it does have to start with digesting the word. I mean, Trevor, you know that, like you can't, I do know it's not possible to grow apart from the word. There's no such thing as a Christian who's growing in their love for God and in their trust on him who doesn't uh, digest the Bible. So I would encourage anything as simple as, I remember a professor of mine said this to me, actually, man, you probably know Trevor, Dr. Ron Sauer. Um, I just heard him give a sermon actually at Park Church years ago on a Wednesday night when we used to have Wednesday night uh, services. And he said, if you could just carve aside 10 minutes a, a day even just to start your day with time in the word and prayer and then see how God multiplies 10 minutes mm-hmm. to 20 minutes, 20 minutes to 30 minutes. And, and so if you could just carve aside a time, read a Psalm a day and then pray that Psalm, read a proverb a day, read a chapter in the gospels a day. You have to start there and, just, and go slowly and ask God to show something to you from his word on how you could obey him, how you can love him. You know, again, start small. Obviously, you can email Trevor, you can email me, and we can make other recommendations. And then cultivate a prayer life. We, we're, we're, we're weak in prayer. I'm growing in prayer. It's, you know, I'm not, I'm not a prayer, um, someone who's an expert who could tell you all about prayer, but we want to grow in cultivating our intimacy with God, and that happens through prayer. And so we want to do that through Bible reading and prayer. And then I will say one other thing. You have to be a part of the local church. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who this listener is. 
you must be a part of the local church. You have to be a member somewhere. So if you're a Christ follower, the Lord wants that for you. You can't do it as an independent person. You can't hop around. And I go to this church on Wednesdays. I go to that church on Sundays. I have a small group of people from five churches. You know, you need to be at one church worshiping God. We're imperfect people, right? I mean, so you're not going to be, you're going to be with a bunch of imperfect people. So that I'd say, Trevor, if I could just those three quick things cultivating time in the word, cultivating a prayer life, even if you're starting off with the 15, I would highly, highly encourage start your day off with it, um, not wait to the end of the day, and then be a part of a church where the Bible is preached and you could have, be a part of a community. And so those would be, there's no better things you could start to start to, to, to grow. And obviously God's got to do the growing in your heart, but that's putting yourself in the pathway of his blessing. When you're yeah. in the word, when you're praying and you're part of a local church, you're making yourself very um, able to be used by God. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's a good way. Like, I, I love the way you put that. And I, yeah, I would agree that like the word prayer being part of the church, like those are, those are the, the three key like essentials. Um, and then I feel like sometimes people will be like, well, I, I feel like I pray and nothing really yeah. happens or it doesn't, it doesn't feel meaningful or I'll, I'll read. And sometimes I get something out of it. Sometimes Um, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like I get much out of it. And it's like, it's just, it's the rhythm of doing it. And and over time you, you will get more and more out of it. And and there's an increasing depth of of intimacy with God that, that you're, as your relationship grows. But, but I think that understanding of you're putting yourself in the pathway. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Giving yourself this. That which God blesses. You're putting yourself in the pathway. You want to know what God blesses? He blesses that. And, and then Trevor, I would add, like you said, the rhythm, discipline, mm-hmm. like, you, you know, every day, do you want to go to work every day? Probably not, but you have to, you're disciplined. Um, and, and so it's this sense of, God, I want to be disciplined in my pursuit of you. And then you pray those prayers, Trevor. We're transparent before God. God, I'm just so flat this morning coming to your word. This is, I, I don't even want to be here for 10 minutes. But I'm just asking you by your heart. It's not like God doesn't know. It's not like he's going to say to you, oh, my gosh, I totally didn't understand. I didn't see that. Like, I'm shocked right now. It's, it's, it's having a, a humility before God saying, Lord, I'm just flat right now. Yeah. You know, I'm just I don't you know, but God bless me. Meet me, you know, and mm-hmm. he is very gentle. What does it say in Matthew chapter uh, Matthew 11, that uh, when we draw near to God, for he is gentle and lowly in heart. So that's Jesus who we draw near to. So I have to be mindful of that promise of who he is so that it would incite in me a deeper desire to be near a savior who's gentle and lowly. Right? He's yeah. not sitting there like that. This is the first time I've used it. What's it, what's it called? The meme? Is that what it's called? The meme of Bernie Sanders that's gone around? Yeah, yeah. So, and he's just right. That's the meme. This is, this is wonderful, guys. This is my first time ever thinking of this. But that's not how Jesus Christ is when he meets you. When you go meet with him. I wish I would have used that on Sunday at some way. That would have been I could have tied that into my sermon at some way. I didn't. Um, hopefully I'll save it. Don't you use it because you're up before me. Don't you use it. Uh, I want to use it. I'm up in another three weeks. So don't don't use it. But, yeah, sometimes we think that's OK. I got to come and I'm going to tell them I'm. And that's how he's going to be looking. No, no. Like he's gentle and lowly in heart. His arms are open wide. They're not closed to us. So I have to remember that. And I have to, uh, yeah, have my heart awakened to the beauty of who he is. And 
and run to that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, Joe, thanks so much for being on the on the show. It's been great. I, this is a real joy. So, I'm um, God willing up once a month or so. So, I'd be happy to come back on it again if it, if it was yeah. any good. So, yeah, we'll have you back soon for sure. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We're excited to be starting the Book of Acts and looking forward to be working through this together. So again, if you have any questions, feel free to go ahead and send those in and you can do so by emailing us at podcast at parkcommunitychurch.org. Go ahead and send those in. And as always, thanks for listening.